welcome. I am just so honored that you are here. And let me tell you about who's about to come up. It is my girl. You are going to love her as much as I do. There's so much that I can say from a personal and professional point about this dynamic, exemplary, motivating, inspiring, uplifting woman. And she's my BFF, just saying, just saying. So let me tell you about her. Her name is Abiola Abram. Abiola is a spiritual teacher, coach, and intuitive. Abiola Abrams works with ancestors and goddesses using shadow work, chakras, and rituals to help us find deeper self-love and manifest personal power. Her first Hay House book, African Goddess Initiations, will be released next summer. Her first Hay House Oracle deck. African Goddess Rising Oracle Cards will be released in the fall. She has been doing live monthly broadcasts on the Hay House social pages. She has meditations currently on the Hay House app. My girl is doing her thing. And you are going to want to stick around until the end because Goddess Abiola has some delightful gifts that she's going to share with you. So stay until the end. And she has a fabulous, fabulous breath-filled exercise for us. So let me hear the applause, the roar of expectation deliciousness for Miss Abiola Abrams. Abiola, welcome. Oh, thank you, Goddess Kathleen. Woo, that was an introduction for the ages, and the ancestors are well pleased. Yes, thank Can you. Can I get a woo woo? Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, sis. Thank you so much. I am just so honored to be here with you. I just, just so honored. I must share with the viewers, this is a powerful Chicky Babe. Not only is she powerful, she is so loving. You're gonna love. Let me start with a question that I have been posing to all of the guests. What was the crisis that brought you to do what you're currently doing? or put it another way, what was the crisis that you saw in others that motivated you to begin doing what you're doing? Ooh, well, that is a heavy question, sis. So, <laughs> and I love this because this is indicative of the magical queen that you are and who you are in this space. She's like, let's not start out with anything light. Let's just jump in it. <laughs> swimming it because the only way to it is through it right yeah okay so for me my journey really you know we have lots of places where we begin and stop and start but really on the path that I'm on what really kicked it off was going through a very painful divorce I married my college sweetheart 
and thought that we would be happy together forevermore. And it did not work out that way. I managed to recreate, you know, co-create in that relationship all of the dysfunction that I had seen in the relationships around me growing up. You know, so many of us strive to create these healthy relationships, but truth be told, we've never seen them before. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you know, we're trying to create something from a place of, you know, a dearth of knowledge and often an energy of desperation. What can I do to hold on to this rather than what is the best thing for me? What is the most self-loving choice that I can make? You know, what am I worthy and deserving of? And going through that divorce for me was devastating because I felt like my life was over. I felt like, you know, oh my goodness, everybody's going to know I, I couldn't keep the man and I wasn't a good enough wife and I'm not enough and maybe I'm not cute enough and maybe I'm not this enough and maybe I'm not that enough and all of those things. And when there's nowhere else to go, you go to your knees, <laughs> you open your arms, <laughs> you know, and open your heart and open your spirit, you know, to the only power that really is. And so for me, that was a shifting place that started me on this journey to, to self, journey to self, really, yeah. Well, you've got an amen corner over here, and it's so true. Would you share with the viewers, because I know someone out here definitely resonates with what you're sharing. How did you find the wherewithal, the energy to say, you know what? The sun does rise and set between the crack of my teeth. Yeah. And I am worthy. How did you find the energy in the midst of the pain to be, do, have differently? You know, I think that that's a really great question because so often within the spiritual space, you know, I, I say all the time that, you know, love and light has become the new thoughts and prayers, you know, that we try to veer around the ugly stuff, quote unquote, or the dark stuff. And like every other, you know, human being on this journey, that's what I tried to do initially as well. And growing up, a black woman is a trip because we're taught that, you know, you could carry the world on your back and then some. <laughs> and we never think, okay, what can I put down? Where can I lay my burdens down? You know, we think, okay, that somebody somewhere will come in eventually and say, whoo, let me give this chick a break. But they don't because the more that you say, I can keep carrying it, I can keep carrying it, folks will keep on piling it on. <laughs> so it was really reaching a rock bottom where I just felt completely depleted. 
and alone and I had lied to my family and my friends because I felt like okay well that my ex was that he's got all these problems and he's got all these issues and you know he can't carry it but I can so I just told them instead of saying that you know he was cheating on me from day one and all of these other things and emotionally abusive and all of this I lied and said well it's me I just I I, I don't feel like you know doing this anymore I can't do this anymore because I felt like well I'm strong enough to carry it I'm strong enough for them to be angry at me and whatever it is and it was realizing that that was not the truth always comes back to the truth and realizing that I needed to just tell the truth to my loved ones and let the chips fall where they may and realize he's a grown adult and made his bed and can lie in it or not it's not my responsibility it is not I'm going to say that again because somebody listening and watching needs to hear that it is not your responsibility and to realize let grown folks be grown folks and parent themselves I can parent I'm right now my responsibility is reparent myself the best I could and to lay down my burdens I say you know like you know not down by the riverside because my New York girl down by the bodega side <laughs> so <laughs> realize that the lady surrender and lay down my burdens where down by the bodega side <laughs> yeah. and that for me was realizing okay all right what am I trying so hard not to see let me see you know saying, you know, God change me. God allow me to see what I will not see. God, if it's for me, bless it. And if it's not for me, block it is the scariest prayer you will ever pray because everything around you will start to crumble and fall, but you will also be lifted up at the same time to be exactly where you're supposed to be. So true. You know, it is severing ancestral ties mm -hmm. also yes. because we generationally and this is for everyone we I, I i'll say we'll put our soup cans in a certain position not knowing that our grandmother's 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 grandmother used to do the same thing you know so it is the work that you're doing breaking the ancestral ties to have life differently it and it speaks to something that it's a great segue to go into knowing when we choose or we're when when we're willing to know i'm worthy and deserving that to know that we are mind body spirit beings and that we must heal and give love to each part of that cosmic equation can you go a little bit deeper into your story and, and speak to that? Yes, absolutely. I wanna first just touch on something that you just said about the ancestral ties. Doing ancestral work, healing your ancestral ties, you know, those whose names you know and those whose names you will never know is some of the most powerful life-shifting work that you can do. There's nothing in the life that we are living right now as individuals that was not set into course by those who came before. Mm 
And so by viewing your work, your life, whatever it is that you're doing as a uh, as an evolution of your bloodline and an evolution of our human bloodline is incredibly powerful. And there, all of us are made up of, you know, all kinds of ancestors. I say from, you know, you know, sinners and thieves to, you know, saints and, you know, preachers, if you will. And healing the things that we won't look at, you know, the, the, a lot of us have a lot of incest in our family. A lot of us have all kinds of abuse in our family. A lot of us have, you know, for me and for you, we are descendants of enslaved peoples in our families. And the things that we will not look at, those things will not let us be. And so going and doing ancestral healing work, set up a specific ancestor altar in your space, or if you don't have a lot of space, you can create an ancestral shrine. You can do it on your refrigerator <laughs> if that's all that you have. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. We must, 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 must. You know, we, we have umbilical cords that attached us to the womb that we came through, but then, you know, we have umbilical cords that attach us going back and back and back and back and back. And there are levels and layers to healing that all have to do with that ancestral work. And so do not neglect it. Do not neglect it. I forgot what the question was, but that's the answer. That's the answer to something. <laughs> I answered something. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm just saying ashe and yes and amen. And I, I just want to pick up on what you said to really repeat it so that others know, even if, you may have doubt. There are, I'm going to say it this way, there are chords. Yes. That are some that we know that we can yes. see and a lot that are unseen. Yes. And our willingness, if life isn't working for you, if life is abundant for you and you're thinking, hmm, this tastes like some more and you haven't gotten to the some more, there are chords. Yep. There are chords if you're not where you want to be. Doesn't make you a bad person, but the ancestral work that Abiola is doing definitely does speak to that. It's important. It's how we free ourselves, unshackle ourselves. So getting back to what I asked, we are mind, body, and spirit beings. And as we do the ancestral work, which is healing work, how is that giving love to each part of that cosmic equation? Yes. So oftentimes when people are doing spiritual work, for example, you know, we neglect the body, right? Or we get, we get caught up in, you know, spirit and, and, and neglect the body. And we think that, okay, but that is okay, you know, but it's not, <laughs> you know, or if you are all, okay, I'm all about, you know, the body taking care of my body, but you're not taking care of your mind and your spirit or vice versa that each part of that cosmic 
energetic equation makes up the magic that we are. We're spiritual beings, but we're having this human experience. So allowing yourself, and I say this, especially for, you know, my strong women and my enlightened men who are watching this, allowing yourself to feel pleasure and joy, have an active, you know, an active pleasure practice is just as important as your meditation just as important. You know, this is a, a space that we've created to talk about the sacred gift of breath and breath work. Allowing yourself to be mindful, whether it is, you know, you're, you're eating a plate of food and allowing each, each bite to be a meditation, each bite to be a prayer. That's something that's very simple that we all have access to. That is a union of the sacred, the sacred elements that we are. So ask yourself if you're, if you, if you've been called, if you've been summoned to this summit, you know, how am I honoring my mind? How am I honoring my body? How am I honoring my spirit? And allow yourself to be a whole, holistic being. Holistic healing is what we're here for. Yeah. You know, and I just want to peel that down a little bit. Mm -hmm. You speak of being mindful. What mindful practices do you use in your own personal life? And for someone out there who's in business or thinking of beginning a business, how do you use mindfulness? Um, in your work. And before I say that, I'm going to <clears throat> go back and ask you, what does mindfulness mean for you? Yes. So mindfulness for me means a dedication, a deliberate dedication to the seconds and moments and molecules of life a surrendering to the moment. What's so powerful about breath work is that breath work allows us to be radically present. You can't phone it in when you're doing <laughs> breath work. <laughs> you can't phone it in. You can't pretend. You can't say, okay, well, I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> and full disclosure, Goddess Kathleen is my friend and also my breathwork coach, you know, and so I say, I say, I say to the beautiful life-giving force of breath that she gifts us with on this planet, you cannot phone it in, you know, and so much of our lives in, you know, this with all love and, and, and due respect, this patriarchal capitalistic world that we live in is about go, 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 hustle, 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 produce, produce, produce. Mindfulness brings us back to the present moment where all of your true power, not power as they would tell you on the news or you know who's in the White House or anything like that, but what our true power your, your true power is in the present moment. It's not in, you know, the, the, the anxiety or worry about things in the past that you may feel like you can do nothing about. It's not in things that you're worried about in the future that may never come to pass. It's in the present moment. So coming back to the power of the present moment, 
allowing yourself to be radically present, learning how to breathe again, because most of us, I had to relearn how to breathe. Most of us are doing shallow breathing from here rather than what I call the fat belly breaths. Because as women, you know, we're, we're sucking in and we're, you know, people are sucking in and holding and all, all of those kinds of things. And so learning how to be in your body and let the breath just course through your body and course through who you are. Mindfulness is about being radically present. It, it really is. It, it, it really is. And I know that for your work, you bring mindfulness in with your work with the goddesses. Yes. Oh, yay. That is a deck of my African goddess affirmation cards. Which I love. And I have a deck that sits on my, I have two. I have a deck that sits on my altar and I also pull every single day. What is the, you work a lot with goddesses. Yes. What is the energy of the goddesses. The energy of the goddesses is the divine feminine. It's moon energy. It's yin energy. The Zulus call it the mother mind. And we are living in, you know, as I mentioned before, in just uh, the society that we live in, a lot of us are what I call over yanged, meaning that we are, you know, inundated with masculine energy. And there's nothing wrong with masculine energy. We need it, you know? So just like there's the divine feminine, there's the divine masculine, but we're just out of balance because that energy isn't treasured and nurtured in our society. And there is this beautiful, um, beautiful fable about the goddess Oshun that I'm going to share. <laughs> my girl. Yes, my girl, yes. My girl. Beautiful, incredible Oshun. And there's this wonderful African-American woman storyteller who I'm, her name is escaping me, but if I give it to you, I'm gonna give it to you afterward and we can add it because this is her story that I'm sharing. Now, stories in traditional African religions are called uh, patakis. Africa is made up of 54 plus countries, plus all of us through the diaspora are living, breathing our own African culture that we've developed where we are as well. And so Oshun, goddess Oshun, who is known as Oksum, Osun, many variations of her name throughout the diaspora, is the goddess of sweet waters, the goddess of beauty, femininity, intuition, all things divine feminine. So the way that the story goes is when Oladumare, when God was creating the earth, God said, okay, I've got to put together a, a force, a tribe of my best people so that they can get on this job and I can go and get some rest because creating the earth is exhausting. <laughs> so God got Shango, who is, you know, the God of thunder yeah. and all 
of these beautiful masculine deities together as a force. And the only woman in the bunch was goddess Oshun. So they went about creating and the men are huddled around as they do and saying, okay, we need this. Let's do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And wouldn't let my mama Oshun get a word in edgewise. Okay, and she said, well, no, I'm supposed to be a part of this process and I have some really important things to add. You know, I've put the oceans over here and these people that we've created, they're gonna need love and know how to love themselves and love each other. And this is critical. And they said, ocean, we don't, nobody cares about all of that. We're worrying about the wind and the mountains and you know, how fast everything could go and how fast we could get this together and, and we're competing and all of that. And she said, okay. And she left. And they said, all right, well, go on. She said, I will. And she went and she sat on, on the moon <laughs> and admired herself and meditated in her mirror. Well, while she was doing that, the oceans dried up, the seas dried up, the rivers dried up, all of love went away. The flowers disappeared. All that was beautiful and kind in the world disappeared. And the world just was not working. It was in danger of failing. And God called boys back and said, well, what happened? And where is your sister? <laughs> they said, well, she left. She said she was going. We said, well, go on. He said, uh-uh, no, this thing cannot work. I don't care how many of y'all it is. It could be, it could be, we could have 40 of y'all and one of her. We need her. The divine feminine is what holds it together. Mm -hmm. That energy, the beauty, the love, the water, the moon is what holds it all together. So, mm. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, and it's true. It's true. And it comes to something, comes back to something that you said earlier, that there is an absence, I'm going to use that word, of yin energy. Yes. And in world healing, we've got to get back to it. Tell me something. How is your new upcoming book and oracle cards? How do they support the world moving to more yin energy and support the women? I know I'm packing these questions in, but I can't help it, mama. And support the women to stand in their power, first and foremost, to know how powerful they are. Yes. How, how does your, your, your work, your book and your upcoming book and your upcoming cards, oracle cards, Yes. So well, what is so exciting is that this book is, it's a love letter to women to it's a love letter to us. Mm -hmm. And what the book is, is an initiation journey through 42 sacred sanctuaries, I call them, starting out with the Temple of Ancestors and going to, through to the Temple of High Priestesses. And what I've done is I've, when you, as you know, in African culture, when, we, when you invite one, one doesn't just show, everybody shows. <laughs> and they bring everybody. Everybody. everybody and everybody. friends, everybody. So 
when I invited the goddesses and the goddess come the goddesses commanded me that this was my next project that I had no idea what I was doing at the, at the beginning of the year that this is what I would be doing but this is what I was mandated and commanded to do and even when I was like okay and answered the call and thought that it would be a book of initiation rituals into self-love of, you know, through the different goddesses of the African diaspora. The goddesses also brought into the room the ancestors, mm. the queens, and the shadows. So the upcoming book and the corresponding Oracle card deck not only feature African goddesses from throughout the global African diaspora, but also African queens from the continent like Queen Yasentoa, wow. but also queens from the diaspora like Queen uh, Queen Mother Nanny from Jamaica, from the Maroons, who led the revolution there, and also brought African ancestors throughout the diaspora, like Marie Laveau, Ooh. and yes, yes, and then brought in also the shadows for us to be able to do shadow work through monster creatures, looking at monster creatures in the, through African folklore, um, again, throughout the diaspora. So from Medusa, who mm -hmm. is from Libya in Northern Africa, through creatures like um, the Buhag in, um, with the Gullah Geechee people, they have wow. a creature called the, the Buhag. And so using all of, with each goddess, queen, ancestor, or shadow in the book, you are led through the goddess's journey to deepen your own journey around a key principle that enlightens and empowers our lives. And then you are given a ritual to do, to step into your power. Because ritual is how we connect to the divine. Ritual is how we heal. Ritual is how we move forward and remember who we are. A lot of times we were, we've inherited, you know, the strifes, stresses, and struggles of those who came before, but we, did, we, we don't have the medicine to be able to handle it. And so using this ancestral medicine and the gift of ritual mm -hmm. is a key part of this journey. And so it is It is so funny. I'm gonna, let me, can I share with you just a, a quick story? Okay, that you will very much appreciate when I, again, you know, I, did this book as my marching orders. <laughs> Transmission, this is my marching orders, just carrying download, out. Download, pure download. download. Yes, carrying out what I have been, you know, told to carry out. And so, you know, my logical mind kept saying, you know, there should be 40 goddesses and, and the beautiful people at Hay House who are just so loving and so supportive, you know, of my work and of this project said, okay, 40 is great. 40 is a number we can work with. 40 is biblical. 40, you know, we all know the power of the number 40. And, but the number 42 kept coming up in my dreams. 42 kept coming everywhere. 42, 42. And I said, it's got to be 42. There are 42 goddesses, 42 sanctuaries, 42 chapters in this book. Now, when I started to do the research, what I realized is that in Ghana, West Africa, the Ashanti people who I am descended from, 
<laughs> their months originally were 42 days in addition to you know the 42 laws of ma'at from right. egypt that 42 is a recurring number in the motherland. And so <laughs> there was a reason yeah. why that 42 kept coming up. And, you know, when I said, okay, <laughs> let me, you know, that for me was just like, all right, let me just, <laughs> just travel the path that I'm being sent on. Surrender. Surrender, Surrender to the download. Surrender to the download surrender to the download and so the beautiful thing is that the the tools are all there in this beautiful book i'm so excited i can't wait to get birth this baby into the world and have everybody have it um along with the oracle card deck which is the, the most beautiful deck being drawn by this young black woman named Destiny, of course, is her name. They allowed me to find an artist that I felt was a fit. And this young woman is extraordinary, not extraordinary, extraordinary, extra ordinary, incredible artist who is also doing her own downloading and channeling. And so it is just a really, really beautiful. Uh, it's, as, as you're speaking, it's a ripple effect. And it speaks to, as, as I listen to you, yes. I hear the energy that you put into the book almost as a ripple effect of empowering, enlightening, and offering people to unencumber themselves. Yes, yes. Yes, to unencumber themselves, to release, to cut the cords. You know, there is one of the one of the goddesses in the book. There's a, a whole chapter that's about cord cutting, and it is focused around Urzuli Dantor, who is, you know, Haitian deity around, you know cutting off the things that are not working when it comes to matters of the heart. And there's a corresponding meditation, a cord cutting meditation that's gonna be on the Hay House app. And so this is a beautiful, that's why I call it initiation. It's an initiation into self-love. Most of us you know, have heard repeatedly, love yourself, just love yourself, just love yourself. But oftentimes we were never given the tools to know how. And, and as you speak, the breath gives us the power to rebirth ourselves. That's what Leonard Orr called mm -hmm. um, breath work, rebirthing. So rebirthing ourselves through initiation, cord cutting, and, and so much more that you're going to provide in the work that you do now and your upcoming book and oracle cards. That's a great segue into can you breathfully lead our viewers into a self in breath filled that's <laughs> a great segue for you to breathfully lead our viewers into a breath filled empowering exercise would you share something with us absolutely absolutely and i didn't know that uh leonard or quote that's really powerful to me because I say that you know my great-great-grandmother in Guyana was a midwife and she helped people to give birth to their babies and I say my work is about helping us to give birth to ourselves 
So thank you for sharing that. But I will share with you one thing about Leonard. Um, he was extremely, just a happy side note, extremely giving and would be honored. He's an ancestor that you share his work. So mm. it just, his, his, his thing was about keep breath work going, keep breath work going. So thank you. I, I can hear Leonard saying, hey, <laughs> hey Leonard. <laughs> so the ritual that we're going to do today is a modern ritual. You know, we I have a mix of modern rituals and ancient rituals, and it all is what keeps us together. And so this is EFT, known as tapping, emotional freedom technique. So for those who are unfamiliar, EFT is, if you know acupuncture with needles, EFT is acupressure, where you tap on meridian points throughout your body while repeating a script having to deal, having to do with whatever you are dealing with at the present moment. So many of us, when we first learn how to, when we first learn how to, um, how to move, shift our mind from negative to positive. We start chanting a bunch of affirmations and wonder, well, why isn't my life different yet? I've been saying I'm not enough or I am enough or whatever. <laughs> I've been doing that for five whole minutes. <laughs> why haven't things changed? And we think that it is fearful to say anything that we perceive as negative. And so what happens is we start yelling at our psyche, yelling at our mind, you know, I am enough, I am enough. And your brain's going, no, we not. <laughs> you know, you lying. I don't know why she lying. <laughs> What's beautiful about EFT and what we're going to do now is that it allows, we start off with the so-called negative statement. I use the word negative lightly because it's not, it's not negative as we, we were taught, which is a judgment term. It just is. And we start with that and we move through to the higher vibrating. I'll say lower vibrating and higher vibrating. We start with the lower vibrating energy and move to the higher. So something that a lot of us are experiencing right now is overwhelm. Okay, so let's just, let's start with the power of breath and then we'll get into some tapping. So I want you to just, I wanna invite you to just close your eyes and just take a nice big deep fat breath, fat belly breath, a nice big inhale. And exhale. In through the nose. And out through the mouth. This time we're going to do it again. And this time I want you to let it out with sound. Okay, nice big inhale through the nose. And exhale. One more, letting it out with sound. Inhale. And exhale. Ooh. One more, inhale. And exhale. Ah. Yes. Always bring it back to the power of breath. Now just allow yourself while you're still aware of your breath to just feel into your body, feel into where overwhelm lives in your body. 
Keep breathing. I want you to give it a number between zero and 10. Zero, you're not feeling any overwhelm at all. And 10, it is extreme overwhelm. No judgments, still breathing. Now open your eyes, staying present. And now let's tap on it. So we're gonna start off here which is this meridian is called the karate chop point. So you're gonna just tap, tap, tap and repeat after me. Keep breathing, keep breathing, okay? All right, so let's just tap. And we start with the statement that is on our mind. So this overwhelm, this overwhelm, this overwhelm, even though I feel overwhelmed, even though I feel overwhelmed. I choose to love and accept myself. I choose to love and accept myself. Even though I feel overwhelmed. Even though I feel overwhelmed. I choose to love, honor, and cherish myself. I choose to love, honor, and cherish myself. Top of the head, up here, just tap here. This overwhelm. This overwhelm. Eyebrow points. Ooh, I feel stressed. Ooh, I feel stressed. Size of the eyes. And it is a lot. And it is a lot. Under the eyes. Every day is more stressful than the last. Every day is more stressful than the last. Under the nose. And I keep waiting for it to let up. I keep waiting for it to let up. Under the mouth. This overwhelm. This overwhelm. Collarbones. It's a lot. It's a lot under the arms. And I know it's not just me. And I know it's not just me. Top of the head. How are folks dealing? How are folks feeling? Top eyebrow points. How are folks dealing? How are folks dealing? Sides of the eyes. How am I dealing? How am I dealing? Under the eyes. This overwhelm. This overwhelm. Under the nose. I'm neglecting myself. I'm neglecting myself. Under the mouth. I'm neglecting my life. I'm neglecting my life. Collarbones, I'm neglecting my loved ones. I'm neglecting my loved ones. Under the arms, and I just can't get it done. And I just can't get it done. Top of the head, I just can't get it done. I just can't get it done. Eyebrow points, this overwhelm. This overwhelm. Sides of the eyes, there's just so much to do. There's just so much to do. Under the eyes, and there's always something more. And there's always something more under the nose. I wonder if there's a different way to be. I wonder if there's a different way to be. Under the mouth, there must be a different way to be. There must be a different way to be. Collarbones, because this overwhelm is not it. Because this overwhelm is not it. Under the arms, I think there's a different way to do it. I think there's a different way to do it. Top of the head, I'm open to a different way to do things. I'm open to a different way to do things. Eyebrow points, I'm willing to see this differently. I'm willing to see this differently. Sides of the eyes, I'm willing to see this differently. I'm willing to see this differently. Under the eyes, I'm willing to breathe this differently. I'm willing to breathe this differently. Under the nose, I'm willing to live this differently. I'm willing to live this differently. Under the mouth, I'm willing to love this differently. I'm willing to love this differently. Collarbones, this overwhelm. This overwhelm. Under the arm. I've been overwhelmed before. 
I've been overwhelmed before. Top of the head, and I've survived before. And I've survived before. Eyebrow points, I've been overwhelmed before. I've been overwhelmed before. Sides of the eyes, and I've thrived before. And I've thrived before. Under the eyes. Thriving beats surviving. Thriving beats surviving. Under the nose. Thriving beats surviving. Thriving beats surviving. Under the mouth. And I deserve to thrive. And I deserve to thrive. Collarbones. I deserve to thrive. I deserve to thrive. Under the arm. My creator wants me to thrive. My creator wants me to thrive. Top of the head. I was born to thrive. I was born to thrive. Eyebrow point. So I'm willing to see this differently. So I'm willing to see this differently. Sides of the eyes. I'm willing to do this differently. I'm willing to do this differently. Under the eyes. Because I deserve more. Because I deserve more. Under the nose. I deserve my best. I deserve my best. Under the mouth. And my best is good enough. And my best is good enough. Collarbone. So I'll do what I can. So I'll do what I can. Under the arms. But I'm leaving overwhelmed behind. But I'm leaving overwhelmed behind. Top of the head. I'm leaving all this stress behind. I'm leaving all this stress behind. Eyebrow points. Because I wasn't born to be stressed. Because I wasn't born to be stressed. Size of the eyes. Because I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. <laughs> Under the eyes. I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Under the nose. So I'm going to feel joy. So I am going to feel joy. Under the mouth, I choose to feel joy. I choose to feel joy. Collarbones, and let somebody else worry about stuff. And let somebody else worry about stuff. <laughs> Under the arms, I'm not worrying anymore. I'm not worrying anymore. Top of the head, I'm not worrying anymore. I'm not worrying anymore. Eyebrow points, because my creator has me. Because my creator has me. Size of the eyes. I know who I am. I know who I am. Under the eyes. And I know whose I am. And I know whose I am. Under the nose. I know who I am. I know who I am. Under the mouth. And I know whose I am. And I know whose I am. Collarbones. And it's going to be okay. And it's going to be okay. Under the arms. Everything will be okay. Everything will be okay. Top of the head. All things are as they should be. All things are as they should be. Eyebrow points. And this too shall pass. And this too shall pass. Sides of the eyes. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. Under the eyes. Everything is okay. Everything is okay. Under the nose. Everything is okay. Everything is okay. Under the mouth. And life will get better for me. And life will get better for me. Collarbones. In fact, it just did. In fact, it just did. Under the arms. Life loves me. Life loves me. Top of the head. Life loves me. Life loves me. Eyebrow points. As long as I have breath. As long as I have breath. Size of the eyes. My mission is not complete. My mission is not complete. Under the eyes. As long as I have breath. As long as I have breath. Under the nose, I know everything will be all right. I know everything will be all right. Under the mouth, my ancestors have my back. My ancestors have my back. Collarbones, my creator has my back. My creator has my back. 
under the arms and all is well. And all is well. Top of the head, all is well. All is well. Eyebrow points, all is well. All is well. Eyes of the eyes, all is well. All is well. Okay, take a nice big deep breath again. Inhale. And exhale. Yes, in through the nose. Out through the mouth. In through the nose. And out through the mouth. Ah. Just allow yourself to come present when you're able to. And as you come back into your body and open your eyes. Give yourself again a number between zero and 10 where overwhelm is for you. So zero. <laughs> zero is not present. 10 is feeling completely overwhelmed and hopefully you've had some movement, some shift as we are on the shift network. Well, if I may quote James Brown, ow, I feel good. That was awesome. Thank you so much. That I I I feel so breathfully relaxed. I really do. Please share with the viewers. Please share how they can get in touch with you. And this is the year that your book comes out. How can they get on your waiting list? How can they just know about all of your upcoming events and happenings? Yes, yay. Well, this was a beautiful and inspiring conversation. Thank you for holding space for this Goddess Kathleen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So the book African Goddess Initiations and African Goddess Oracle Cards, African Goddess Rising, will be out in the summer and the fall of this year. And the best way to get on my mailing list is to head over to my site at womanifesting.com. So like manifesting.com, but womanifesting.com, where you can sign up for a free stop self-sabotage kit. And when you sign up for that free kit at womanifesting.com, you will immediately be on my list. And what you can do in the meanwhile is the deck of African goddess affirmation cards that Kathleen showed. Yes, those and the deck of womanifesting affirmation cards, those are currently available. So you can find that all at womanifesting.com and head over to the Hay House Unlimited audio app where you can download my AM chakra cleansing meditation and my PM manifest while you sleep meditation and the cord cutting meditation that we mentioned in this conversation. Ah. Excellent. 
Well, I told you all that you were going to love her as much as me. I bow to you, goddess. I am um, I'm, I'm so honored for your presence in my life. So honored and humbled. And um, to be able to call you my sister friend means more than I would ever be able to express. I love you beyond the moon. I Thank love you. Your brilliance, your light, your illumination, your knowledge. I shared with you how wonderful Abiola is. So this is definitely a session that you're going to want to return to again and again. Life is going to life. Overwhelm definitely will come again. I can testify it does. This is a wonderful practice that Abiola has shared with us and the knowledge that you're going to want to refer to again and again. This is a session for your library. So Abiola, I would love for you to share some breath-filled words that you'd like to leave the audience with. You have the last word. Okay, thank you so much, goddess. So as you said, life lives. <laughs> and I know that there's somebody who needs to hear this, who is listening. It's really the, the most important thing that you can know when you wake up is that once we open our eyes and we are, and we, we take in, we inhale and we exhale and we realize that we are still here in this big, beautiful planet that we have been gifted, your mission is not yet complete. And there is no mission that is more important than any other. And so if your mission is you at home with your babies being the best parent that you can, or your mission is running for Senate or governor, all of, the, all of this magic and light work, all of us who would be called to this conversation are needed now more than ever. And so if you don't know what to do, you're watching the news and it feels so overwhelming, you feel like I don't know what to do, take care of you. Start there. Love up on yourself. Bring it back to the power of breath. You are not the one broken thing in this beautiful universe, I promise you. You are perfect as we all are in our seeming imperfections. And so just take care of yourself and listen and you will be given the next steps. Thank you, Goddess. Deep Abrams. Thank you. And to all of the viewers, thank you. Thank you.